Hello again from the Royal Exchange in Manchester. My name is Dov Benyakov Kurtzman and I'm having a conversation with Lorraine Otto. Um, we've been having conversations for a short time now and uh, we have no idea what's going to be the subject of our conversation today. Um, how are you doing, Lorraine? Um, I'm great. I've had a great weekend and um just like uh, I've had lots of feedback about um, our podcast and how people have really kind of connecting with it. Um, it's everyday talk in a way that not just ourselves, what we're talking about, but people are identifying with it. And um, oh, they've actually said that they feel like they're in the room with us. They know that this is not something that's scripted. Right. Which I think is really important because that's that's what one of our things was it was to kind of bring people in make them feel part of and that's about connection isn't it absolutely you know? i mean when we when we decided we were going to do this the idea was that it would be a one take non-scripted we don't even have any notes the idea that it will be as natural and authentic as possible mm. but with the agenda of inspiring others to do things that they want to do and if we can help others take their lives to a different level of quality than it is at the moment then that then we've done our job yes definitely most definitely yeah and I, i think what's really um intriguing is the fact that obviously people don't know us but we're two strangers in the night we've literally just met haven't we just over these last month couple of months yeah. uh, we yes we we, we, we met at um, a training but we never actually really engaged and exchanged numbers but yeah it's it's almost like um it's been destined well, definitely us. I mean that for two people who basically do not know each other and really the only contact we've had is when we have these conversations yes a couple of what's up here and there but mm. Our face-to-face contact is only in these conversations. It's mm. not like we know each other out with this. And yet we're, we managed to hold quite a profound conversation and do have that in common. How would you... How would, I mean, you're saying it's not destined, but, you know, this whole podcast is basically based on the idea of connection is the antidote to... Um, human suffering in a certain, certain sense yes because one of the biggest causes of of yeah I would use the word suffering from the point of view of there is pain in this world that just is part of being human right we have pain something uh, we lose something we lose somebody we love we have um, an illness we have something go wrong in our lives then it is painful and that we have to be able to understand that that's just part of parcel of being alive. But there is also kind of an additional suffering on top of that that we might not need to have in our life. And that is, um, and one of the biggest causes of that is loneliness. When you're on your own, whether you're with people or not, but when you feel that you're the only person that knows who you are and nobody, you know, something could happen to you today and nobody would even blink an eyelid then you're in a then you're in a point of suffering you're in a point of where it's not just pain of living it's something 
more than that, almost we could call that dirty pain. So there's mm. clean pain where things happen, and there's dirty pain which we don't really need in our lives. And one of the ways that we've found, anyway, that can be an antidote for that is connection between human beings. And we've mentioned that a few times in, in our podcast. Yeah, most definitely. I mean, just listening to you, um, just listening to you, though, it, it, it makes... It reminds me that it's so easy to be um, seen to others that, um, you, oh, you know, you're so outgoing, you're so confident, you, you, oh, you're an extrovert, oh, you're this. And, and it's going back to all those labels and, and the masks that we put on. And, and, and I'm not saying that we put them on intentionally, but we, sometimes we hide in our feelings because we don't want people to know what we're going through. We don't want to seem to be putting on but I think the most important thing is is I know from my personal experiences times in my life when I felt down I turn the radio on not wanting to but for some reason I turn it on my whole attitude and behavior would change in an instant because I start dancing and singing and I'd lose all that what was going on right and then also what helped me, I started to become more and more aware of myself, the kind of things that kind of make me feel great and the things that don't, and, and that can be right across the board from being with certain kinds of people, watching certain kinds of programs, and these are the things I think we need to become aware of that, you know, some people say, oh, it's only a radio pro, oh, it's only the tell, I'm not really watching it, but if there's swearing and other things going on, and what, don't think that you're not taking that in on a subconscious level, because you are, it's just like um, anything else, if you're around that, you, you actually are taking it in, and it will have an effect on you, the way you think and the way you feel. But what I like about this is, it allows you to explore and find different things about yourself. Yeah. Because I'm with a stranger. Yeah. And we're in real life. I mean, I don't know if you can hear what's going on in the background, but we're, we're sitting, you know, a few metres away from one of the most famous theatres in Manchester anyway, um, Royal Exchange Theatre. And there's people around. And this is not a... We're not in a radio studio that's, mm. you know, totally um, sterile from any of the real life out there, you know, soundproofed, etc. We're, we're, we're having a real-life conversation in a real-life setting. Yeah. Um, and, you know, I was thinking about all this that, that we are discussing in our podcasts, and it kind of came also when, over the weekend there, I uh, was invited to a family of my best friends, um, family function in Glasgow in Scotland and mm. it's for his, uh, his son and we took his son's whole class in a bus you know a self-driven uh, minibus and we took off and we five-hour journey to Glasgow we spent wow. the whole weekend together and you know what was extraordinary about it is that sense of spending so it was Friday, Saturday, Sunday, three days. Three days, we had all our meals together, we had activities during the day together. Mm. And it was absolutely fantastic. Yeah. 
And, and I didn't know all of the people there, but you know, over dinner you sit at one table, then you sit at another table, yeah. and, you sit, and you get to know people, you have to have conversations with them. And you feel, even though that you're, you know, acquaintances, you begin to feel like a family. Yes, After yeah. such a lot, yeah. you know, it's quite yeah. intense, really. Yeah. And um, I just, you know, brings home to me, anyway, that fact that human contact is the name of the game here. And, and, and it's very, very healing as well. I mean, you know, um, you know, if you go into a hospital and, you know, there's a lot of ill people and elderly people that have got no family, no visitors, and you can volunteer to go and sit with them, read and, and do things. What you find is when they have that kind of attention, they soon pick up. They're not as, you know, ill. Yeah. They don't seem as ill. And Definitely. if you look into their eyes, it's almost like there's life there now. Definitely. You oh know? no, that makes a massive difference. And and I I, I I I do truly believe that that's our connection. And and isn't what's the saying? The eyes are the windows to your soul. Yeah. Yeah. No. No. Absolutely. You know. And I think that's amazing because if you if you can connect with someone on that level then we're not any real different. The circumstances might well, be different, yeah. our upbringing might have been different, yeah. but really at the end of the day, you know, um, I'm not saying this with doom and gloom, but you know, um, we're all one. That's yeah. the connection. Yeah. You know, for me, we're not no different from electricity. Yeah. You know, no, you no, turn that yeah. switch on, yeah. it lights up anywhere that's got that power. Right. Yeah, you know. absolutely. We, we, there is power in one person to be able to influence for the good or the bad, mm. I must say, so it's a choice, but to influence another human being. And that, if used for the good, can be extraordinary. Um, you know, what's in my mind at the moment while we're talking is something that I'm getting to, I'm feeling that is really bothering everybody at the moment and that's this whole coronavirus thing oh, wow. and, and one of the interesting things about that is that at the moment the way that they are tackling this is isolation yes right? which is the complete opposite of what we are talking about yes so where there's togetherness there's also isolation mm. um, and this might be isolation that's used for the good so yes. we want to understand that even in Though we're talking about connection, 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 it doesn't mean that it's connection at all costs. Mm. We have to be practical in this world. Yes, definitely. and so even when there's isolation, which we're saying is something that you know um, is the cause of loneliness, we've got to understand that even that has a purpose in life. I think you know you've just hit something. I would have never thought that. Um, I've never been one for, I've got to be out there, I've got to be out there and I've got to be in with the crowd and yeah. I've got to go clubbing it. And I've got, I have always been quite um, private. I like my own space. But I think there was a, um, a time through my life where I felt really, really lonely. Yeah. And I th looking back in hindsight now, I think that was because um, I'd lost that connection 
because you know you can go for you can go through different um, times in your life where you know highs and lows you know whether you're working or for example you know going to university full time it was like I've got no time at the weekend I've got no time after I've just got to go home write assignments write assignments you know right. so I think the last round of going to uni for me was like six years full time right, wow. um, and so I'm looking now and I'm thinking, wow, that was quite lonely, but I never knew, never realised yep, that then. Yep. But I can identify now why I was feeling lonely because I, I had very little connection apart from yep. going into university and that's a total different environment anyway. Absolutely. And what that did for me though was it made me start looking and exploring how to cope with this so-called feeling of loneliness because really it wasn't a question was it was it so much loneliness or was it because I, 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 I wasn't engaging with people the way right. I normally would how do. would you define loneliness in your from your perspective not having anyone to communicate all 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 form of communication does not exist right so you're really 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 um, isolated from the point of not having any human con contact yeah right but yeah absolutely i think that's would make me definitely feel very yeah lonely. i i i can cope with the fact that um living by myself um going places by myself and, and all those kind of things i'm not lonely it's the actual fact of not having any human connection. Yeah, I, I, I agree. I, I think, my, from my perspective, loneliness is not having anyone there to rely on when you need somebody. In yeah. other words, um, it can be from the point of view of the old kind of classic, I need a, I've run out of sugar, can I go and get it from somebody, you know? I have a neighbour I can call on or you know I, I'm, I'm short of 50 quid to pay my electric bill mm. is there somebody that can lend me 50 quid yeah or um, is there someone just thinking about me it doesn't have to be that I'm physically always with people no right exactly yeah but I could yeah. be physically with people but still lonely because these people have got nothing to do with me. So I'm in a crowd, or I'm at university, or I'm at work, or whatever. But these people are nothing to do with me. So I'm in a crowd of people, but they're, but I'm lonely. Or I could be on my own, but know that there are people thinking about me. If something happened to me, somebody would help me out. Mm. If I needed to, to, to go to the doctor and I didn't have anywhere how to get there, I know that I could call somebody and they would help me. I think that is the beginnings of not being lonely. And of course, anything that's from there upwards. So mm. basically, if I'm also spending actual human time with other humans then that's obviously better but you know the, the people that I do have a connection yes so yes. I think that distinction is important because there might be people out there who are living on their own but they're not lonely right mm. and there might be people um, living with with others but they are lonely because these others have kind of cut them off even yes sitting yeah. there on their own suffering in, mm. in silence um, 
So even these people, what advice would you be able to give if somebody's, let's say, in isolation now because of this coronavirus and they're sitting in their homes and they've got to be there for two weeks? Um, you know, how do you get by from that? I think it gives you. I think it gives you time to, and and what comes up is dwell, dwell on yourself, on on your experiences, as in, um, not dwell on things that don't make you feel good. But I think that's the thing. How do you define loneliness? Because I love my own space. I love to be on my own. But there are times where. I, do yearn for a, a connection and interconnection and that doesn't mean to say it's got to be every day or you know right um but there's something i think that and i do truly believe that it's all of us if we touch on the fact of of um identifying what loneliness is for yourself because i can't identify i can't identify that for anyone else i think you have to do that yes. for yourself yes you like respect. now i know that i'm i'm not lonely i can have a have a feeling of no loneliness but i know i'm not because like what you said i know I, I can lift the phone up or i know i could go somewhere so that's not loneliness i think for me it was about being lonely with thoughts that i couldn't handle Right. So there you come back down to those thoughts again. And, and, and I am uh, totally convinced that that is the root. The thoughts are emotions and our physical feelings. You know, that we actually feel inside our body. It, it, it comes back to that every time for mm. me. Yeah. And, and even if you've got a relationship with somebody, it's usually managed somehow on what's happening inside my head, inside my body and my history. Mm. So either what I'm thinking of the future, what I'm thinking of the past, what's happening to me now. And so if, you know, if somebody has to be isolated two weeks or whatever, mm. or they're in hospital, or they're in some other place where they have to be and they might not particularly want to be, I think it's you have to be, be mindful of those thoughts that are coming up, just like you said. Yes, right? So you're yes. going to get these thoughts coming up. Oh my goodness, what's going to happen to me? Well, I'm, all, I'm stuck in here, I can't get out the door, mm. I'm not allowed mm. out, blah, blah, blah. All these things that come into our head. Um, now, if we if we take all these thoughts on board, then we're, you know, it's going to affect all that emergency system in our body. We're going to start to feel that adrenaline. We're going to have to start to, to feel that our body is getting upset, if you mm. like, in, in common language. And, and then we're going to get these kind of feelings in our stomach. And, yes. And, and yeah. we're going to feel tension. And, you know, you're going to get all upset and cry and your emotions are going to be all in a row. Feeling sick. And yeah, and, yeah, and you're going to, oh, why me? And all, you know, this kind of stuff. Is good. And, you, and, and and this will snowball and, and get bigger yeah. and bigger and bigger. That's, yeah, it's that, that, it's that self-talk, isn't it? That's exactly oh, my, that I have nothing but bad luck. This always happens to yeah, me. And then we the start rollercoasting yeah. and it's like, oh. Uh, yeah, and, it's, and, and then we start exaggerating. So yeah. it's like, Oh my goodness! I'm gonna, I might die now, yeah. and this what will happen, and, that, and I'm stuck in this little room, or I'm stuck in my house, or I'm stuck in the hospital. No one cares. Exactly. <laughs> that's one route that we can take. Yeah. I mean, that's open to us. We can go mm. down that road. That's mm. kind of where our mind is going to pull us, kind of on a, on almost a, a default basis down that road. Or we can choose to continue mm. and just, you know. 
Or I think we can say, okay, so let's hold on a minute. Okay, I've got thoughts like that. Right? That's natural mm. that our brain gives us those thoughts. Okay, so I'll take that. I understand that I'm experiencing this kind of really uh, feeling of being restricted and nobody mm. likes that. So I'm, no. I'm, I, I experience those restrictions. I understand where I am. But let's have a look at the value. Let's have a look at what this is all about, why we're doing yes. this. Right? So the value I can see is for the, for the greater good here. So you know, I can easily just open the door, walk around as if nothing's happened, but I might be endangering myself and others now. If I, if I, do, if I am infected or whatever, then I might be spreading it around. Yeah. So then, you know, that's going to affect me later on because it's this virus would just never go away. Yes. So I might get better and then I'd catch it off somebody mm. else and so on and so forth. So there's a value in the idea from what the doctors kind of advise us at the moment mm. is to stay indoors for two weeks. So there is a value there that I benefit from and the, and the greater good benefits from, society benefits from. So I can attach myself to the fact that I'm actually doing something worthwhile by being in isolation mm. at the moment. And yes. Okay, yeah, it's uncomfortable, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah. You've, got to, you've got to acknowledge that. And yes, it's um, frustrating. And yes, it's, you know, might even be, you know, frustrating to the point of being painful at one point because I've got things I need to do and yes. stuff like that. But there's a value in the direction that I'm living because I'm doing something for myself and for society. Now, when we're talking about coronavirus or an illness or mm. any other thing, and I might even be in a hospital or something yes. like that, then we're like, oh, well, okay, they, you know, kind of we look at it in, in a bit of a, a down, uh, a down depressive kind of outlook. But if I was to say to you, do the same thing, but you were actually training for a gold medal uh, at the Olympics, yes. right? Yeah. So then I would say, okay, now you're restricted on what you can eat. Mm. Now you're restricted on your time. Now you've got to get up at four in the morning and practice. Now you've got the thoughts of saying, oh, why am I doing this? And I would rather stay in bed. And and, and you go through terrible pain, mm. physical pain, because you're really stretching your body and putting your body... And if I was to ask you now, is all that worth it? You'd be like, oh, of course it's worth it. Ex- yeah, that would be fun. Yeah, Absolutely. Bring on yeah, the pain. Yeah, Bring yeah. no pain, no gain. Bring on the restrictions. Yeah. I'm, going to, I'm going to be strong. I'm going to this and I'm going to get that gold medal and yeah. I'll do anything. Because that's the outcome. You've just said it, exactly. you see, the gold medal. Exactly. If, if it's an illness or um, anything else that you don't really want to be voluntary playing a part in, somehow that's different so what I would say is in hindsight I look back now and I think wow it's great being so called lonely because I get the opportunity to spend time with me and get to know me and what I like and what I realised is looking back I mean I laugh at it now you know with friends or anyone I go oh I'm so dramatic because I see it like I created this school of acting. Because I don't know about you, but I know at times when I did feel a little bit lonely, it wasn't it wasn't a biggie. I could have easily have gone out and visited someone. Right. I was feeling a bit sorry for myself. Right. Come on, let's get me. I'll get my act together and be real. I was feeling a bit sorry for myself. Oh, no one cares about me. Blah. <laughs> and then at the end of the day, all I had to do is walk out. Right. 
I chose to stay in. Yeah. I wasn't forced. Exactly. No matter what goes on. And you could you have know. done something about it. You could have intervened in your own life. Well, if I could go in the kitchen, turn the radio on and start dancing. Yeah. Well, that's it. What, what is that saying? Yeah. So, so there is, there is this part of it, which is the action part, right? Mm. So there's the, there's the, okay, there's, the, I would say there's the acknowledgement of the fact that I'm in a situation that I might not want to be in at the moment. That's yes. number one. Second yeah. of all, there is acknowledgement that I'm having all these kind of thoughts and feelings that I don't particularly want to have, but I acknowledge that they're there, right? That's mm. yeah. Then there's. Um, trying to look for what is the value, what is the purpose, what is the, what can I take out of this situation that I'm in that is of value to my life and to others. Mm. And then there's exactly what you said now. There's the actual intervening in our own lives and actually yeah. doing something practical, actually doing something. It's nothing will... grand. No, 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 no. It's no. not about money Absolutely. or anything. That's yeah. what I'm saying. It, you know, it could be very, very little, very tiny. Yeah, exactly. It could be using the time to read a book. It yeah. could be using the time to phone a friend. It could be using the time to make a friend. It can be using the time to write down something. Mm -hmm. It can be using the time just to sit and get to know this, like you said, get yes. to know yourself. I know exactly the things I like and from what I don't like. Now, yeah. back in the day, if you'd have asked me that, I would have gone, mm, what do I like? Um, I, I would have been like, um, yeah. um, now I can say, well, I love having space on my own. I love doing this, but I love after maybe four days, five days, I just want to be out there, yeah. you know, walk around or, yeah. or, or sometimes I'll jump on a train and I'll go to, you know, different places, Hebden Bridge. The other day I went to Liverpool, right. um, went, you know, it was cold and I wrapped up and, and I was looking, because now there's a ferry crossing, you can go to Belfast and to the Isle of Man now from Liverpool and I thought, wow, uh, you know, so it's things like that. If we, I say, if we step in our power, we're able to do anything we want. And I know people sometimes, well, I ain't got no money, it's all right for you saying that. We, we can plan for these little yeah. things. Don't, I mean, you know, it's not all it's about park, it's that discovery. It's it, 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 taking out, yes. for one person, it might be jumping on a plane and going to Paris, and it might be another person, you know, taking a ferry over to the Isle of Wight. Exactly. And, or, or the other person might just be going to hike in the park. It's about discovery and it's about yes. trying things. Yes. And it's about yes. doing stuff and about initiating. I love that self-discovery. Yeah, does that, absolutely. Yeah. And that doesn't cost money. No, no. And but there's the investment of effort and there's the mm. of time. And there's what you know, we hear all the time now about PTSD, PTSD, mm. post-stress, oh, yes, um, yeah. traumatic disorder, yeah. but we hear rarely about post-traumatic growth. And that yes. is something um, unfortunate and quite traumatic maybe has happened to us, mm. but it can lead to growth. It can lead to discovery. Exactly. It can lead to understanding, exactly. just like you said, what's, um, okay, so that's what's not good for me in this life, but there's tons that are. Mm. Right. So in the last um, little time we've got in this podcast, Lorraine, how would you... What, what would you take away from our talk today? What what what, are you, what what message for yourself and for others would you say there is? Is one um, get to know who you are, yeah. and and I find I, I don't think you can get to know who you are if you're um, 
always in company or, or feel you need to be in the company of us. I think that's one thing that, you know, I'd say, have a look at that because if you feel you need to be in the company of others, then there's something that's amiss. And when I say that, I mean, I think there's, there might be, there's, there's something great behind that. Yeah. Explore yeah. it. Explore what it is because if you don't, you're never going to know, and no one can ever give it you. And it doesn't matter what company or where you are, who you're with, you're always going to have that sense of loneliness. And I think when we talk about connect, yeah, connect, but I think you've got to connect with yourself first because yeah. I do believe if you connect with yourself first and foremost, you can go out in the world and connect with anybody. I, well, I, I couldn't agree with you more. I think that's spot on. I think if that is the message, that's the, that's the message of our conversation, that's fantastic right there. I think being comfortable with your own skin, being comfortable with who you are, being authentic, being able to talk when you need to talk and being able to be quiet when you need to be quiet, to be able to be on your own when it's appropriate and being able to be with others when it's appropriate and allowing yourself to be uncomfortable sometimes, allowing yourself to experience the pain yes. that we have, and allow ourselves also to see the value that might be inside that pain, and to um, intervene in our own lives by doing something. Now, you, you see, as you're saying all this, I just see all those golden nuggets all yeah. over because yeah. they're the golden yeah, nuggets. Absolutely. And we've got to look for them though. Yes. Nuggets need yeah. to be mined. Yes. The same as when I was talking about diamonds. Yes. They need to be mined. They're not just lying there. No. You've got to work. You've got to clean them up. Yes. You've got to dust them down. You've got to polish them around. Yeah. And and that is when you get the value out of them. Exactly. It doesn't yeah. just get handed to you. No. Otherwise, they would be worthless. Yes. That's the point. Yes. So that's the same in our life, I think. And just to finish off now, I would say that, just like you said, if if we are connected to ourselves, and can, we will be able to connect better with others... And if we know ourselves, we'll be able to know better others as well. So I think this conversation is a, a model of trying to do that. We're not yes. being pretentious. We're just having a conversation. We're in a real setting. We're in a real conversation. And we'd love to hear anyone's uh, feedback and on what mm, they think when, 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 when you're and a listener. I, and I'd just like to say that once you truly get to know yourself, you will love yourself. And I, I believe, I remember always thinking, how do you love yourself? I, I love my mother, I love my brother, I love... But how do you love yourself? Now I know. It's because it's taking that... The time that you take out for others, you should be first doing for you first to get to know who you are. Because it's what what's truly amazing, it's like... You know, if you go out and you want to dance, sometimes you want a partner to dance with or if you're married or anything else. Well, what if you're not? Why can't you dance and enjoy that yeah. dance on your own? You know? Yeah. And so that's what I'd like to um, kind of leave because I feel like sometimes that 
from my experiences, I know sometimes you can be behind, someone can be behind closed doors and feel this loneliness and almost kind of say, it's all right for you though, isn't it? Because you're talking you're with someone or you don't know what I'm going through. I think we, on, on some level, we all can identify with that. For some people, they'll rush out and they need to be around people because they don't want to feel that sense of loneliness and that could be because of so many other things that's happened in the life but I think the most important thing is it's never too late yeah. it's never too late to have romance with yourself okay so Lorraine I think on that note never too late before we're too late with our podcast um, I think it's a great a great place to, to finish off yeah so thank you for that conversation Lorraine and thank you Dove take care Thank you.